Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high-performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j-lee, that's l-e-i-g-h dot com dot au. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello, welcome to another episode of Get Jashed and one that I am celebrating big time because it is episode number 100. So that is almost insane to me that we have 100 of these episodes and 100 of these different topics, often with different guests and different themes and different ideas that we have explored over the last two and a half years that I've been running this podcast. And because it's episode 100, I thought the topic to finish up this little three-part clarity series as well, if you've been listening with me, is talking about celebration. So celebrate your life, how to celebrate, why, and what you can do when you don't feel like it. Because I know very well, just as much as you probably know very well, that sometimes I I just don't feel like celebrating. So for this celebration episode in itself, we are going to talk about what celebration is, why it's important, and all those little things in between that come up when we're having that human moment and that human experience, uh, because that is really going to be the difference. Um, So... There have been many people and mentors and coaches that you see in the online space as well that talk about celebrating. Um, you know, if you if you follow coaches, you'll see that they'll often do like the number balloons for reaching a financial milestone for the year or for, for whatever their marker is. And some people love this and some people hate it. <laughs> And, and that's okay either way, right? But I wanted to kind of dissect the, the psychology of this and, the, and uh, the, I guess, the physiology of this as well because this is actually a really important part of the process. But what if you aren't numbers-driven? What if you aren't someone who, who guides their life by income or numbers of income what do you do then you know like is it reasonable to get the balloons every time or is that something that you even want to do or something that even resonates with you most people it won't resonate with again this is the practice not the actual how so when we celebrate to break it down for you regardless of of whatever industry you're in, you could be an employee and your own kind of ambitious professional in that anyway, right? You don't have to be a business owner, but whatever kind of industry you are in, whatever you do or don't do for work or for vocation, it is really, really, really important to celebrate. But I want to give the nuance of celebrating the little things as they happen, there's a reason for this. So when we celebrate, uh, 
okay, so when we're working towards a goal, let me take it back a step again. When we're working towards a goal, we have the buildup of dopamine because dopamine is the reward chemical. Dopamine is actually most powerful in the anticipation of the goal, not so much the receiving of the goal or the reaching the goal, but the anticipation of reaching the goal, right? So dopamine is really strong when we feel like we're working towards that goal, we're working towards that goal, and we're getting little milestones along the way. Serotonin, while what's commonly known as the happiness chemical, is more of what's released when we reach the goal, right? So they work hand in hand. They're all very, you know, they work well together. Um, Different people have different releases in all of that. But that's basically how sort of the goal setting and the reward and the and the joy part come into it. The challenge with things like serotonin, for example, and even dopamine as well, is when we are working towards a goal and the dopamine's firing, the dopamine's firing, but it feels like that goal is perpetually out of reach because maybe we change the goalpost when we get to a certain point without celebrating. We just go, oh, I reached this point. Okay, now I can extend further. I'll extend further. I'll extend further. So we never actually have that moment where we get to celebrate reaching the goal. So our serotonin lags. And what this does for our energy levels is basically makes us feel way less motivated and driven to reach our goals because we're not getting the reward and we're not getting the the joy from it or from the process that we need to in order to have the energy, like the sustainable energy that keeps us moving forward. So this is where celebrating the little things along the way, the steps, the progress steps along the way are really, really important. It's really, really important because it gives us those little bits of reward of serotonin and then fresh reward chemicals because we have a new little step to like marker to make but we're getting those bits of serotonin along the way. And what that does is it makes us feel like our energy is sustained so that we can keep going towards the larger goals, right? So let me see if I can rephrase that in a much simpler way now that I've gotten it out. (laughs) When we celebrate the smaller steps along the way, it makes sure that we don't burn out in this long attempt to reach a goal that we're seemingly never reaching because we're getting the neurochemical response along the way that sustains our energy, that literally keeps us going, that makes us feel like we're accomplishing something, that makes us feel like we're getting somewhere, all of those little things, right? So celebration is really, really important for the little steps along the way. The other thing that it does it also is that it also builds up this sense of normality in achieving our goals. So it works on a little like nervous system mindset embodiment hack as such hack um, that the more normal it feels for our system to achieve our goals, the more like it's a self, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a self-perpetuating prophecy the more normal it feels for our system to achieve our goals because we've taught it, oh, this is what it feels like to achieve it, the more we're actually ready and driven and able to achieve bigger goals. 
because it's basically like we put it into practice. It doesn't seem so big because we've taken the steps, right? It's the diff- It's like going from grades one to 12, step by step the way that we do, right? We go grade one first, grade two, grade three, grade four, grade five, grade six, and so on. It's like doing it that way instead of the way that a lot of people will celebrate or approach their goals, which is going from grade one and attempting to go straight to grade 12, which feels overwhelming when you haven't taken and identified and acknowledged all of the steps along the way. So why do we do this? Like if we don't do that with our schooling, why do we do this with our own goals that we get to choose for ourselves, right? Schooling is a goal. If you look at it that way, right? Each grade is a goal as such. Why don't we do that for our own goals we choose for ourselves? So this is why it's really important because it keeps our systems in check and it makes us actually feel like we're getting somewhere, which is the whole point. And it's not about denial either because it's not about going, oh, I'm getting somewhere when we're not actually because you're still aiming for the little steps along the way to celebrate, right? It's like when you're going for a job, right? You can celebrate when you get the job, but it's really important to also celebrate when you get the call for an interview and the, and or the response is, hey, let's set up an interview. And then also celebrate when you do the interview, regardless of how it went, because you, you did an interview. Oh my God, how great is that? You got to practice at the very least. Worst case, you got to practice interviewing. Best case, you nailed it, right? And then the steps along the way, the reference check, celebrate other steps until you get that call that says, yes, we'd love you. This is the offer. Celebrate, right? Don't just wait till you get the job. That can be really challenging in that scenario because sometimes it's a burnout process in itself, but that's why I bring it up as an example. Super, super important. And as I mentioned before, it's about sustainability, the moments of joy that you're inadvertently creating help your energy sustain itself. So you're not burning out. So you're not feeling like you're on the perpetual treadmill, like you're just on the hamster wheel trying to get somewhere, but getting nowhere fast, right? Moments of joy along the way help build that so that you don't burn out. And as I mentioned in last episode, I spoke about burnout um, and the research behind it. And, and part of that plays into how do we celebrate? How do we celebrate? Because sometimes when we feel stuck, we're like, well, I don't want to go buy balloons or I don't want, I, I can't afford to treat myself to a meal or like, a, you know, anything like that, a gift for myself. It doesn't have to be a long celebration. It doesn't have to require extra effort to go to the shops or to do whatever, right? So in relation to the burnout piece, movement is a great start. So I've introduced this um, in several areas and communities in my life, um, in my personal life, as well as definitely my professional life. But um, when something goes well, or when something happens that is a good thing, regardless of, of if it's the overall goal or not, when something goes well, 
you have a celebration wiggle. This is something that I advocate, I promote with like, again, in my personal life, I do myself a celebration wiggle. Um, and that is whatever that is for you. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be to the point where you feel embarrassed by it, but it gets to be maybe like a little, you know, like arm hunch to the sides or a little bit of a, a butt wiggle or a shoulder shimmy, right? Something that acknowledges the moment feels maybe a little bit silly because it gets to, and movement in itself, again, as we covered last episode, movement helps the stress chemicals in your body to move through so that you move through the burnout tunnel rather than staying stuck in it. So it's got that double purpose, right? And it's also a great thing if you feel silly about celebrating, if you don't really know where to start or don't even feel like it, right? It's an easy process. It doesn't have to be this large ritualized thing where you have to decide on the perfect ornament or deck of cards or whatever to purchase. It also gets to be something that you that you just make as part of a process because even if you don't feel like it, when you honor your experience of celebrating anyway, you can also let it be a bit of a joke. There's nothing wrong with that because if you're feeling a little cynical, you're feeling a little tired, you're feeling a bit of burnout, celebrate it anyway. Butt wiggle it out or shoulder shimmy it out anyway. It literally just has to be a second or two. When you do that, even when you don't feel like it, there is something that happens. You shift your energy a little bit because that whole somatic process, right? You shift your energy a little bit. Maybe it's not noticeable immediately, but over time, it definitely helps. And there is no rule that says that you need to take it seriously to the point where you enjoy it every time. So let me explain that. You don't need to be so excited to let's go with the celebration wiggle. You don't need to be so excited to have a wiggle every time. You could be in a foul mood, but what's better for you? Staying in that foul mood or honoring that you're in a foul mood and still having a moment that comes up that's worthy of celebration. All the little little moments, by the way. And having a bit of a wiggle for us two or three seconds. Having a bit of a wiggle. What's going to be better for you? Stewing? Or stewing while wiggling and maybe rolling your eyes? What does that do for your energy levels? What does that do for how you feel. You can still be in a bad mood after, but it also creates a moment of levity. A moment where you kind of see your own bullshit. You go, yep, I'm in a foul mood, sure. And you do it anyway because it honors what's good for you mostly effortlessly, right? Honors what's good for you. And then maybe you notice a shift. 
Or maybe you laugh about it because, hey, it's a big joke that I'm celebrating when I'm in such a foul mood, right? Notice the difference there. Notice the difference there. And also notice when comparison comes in because it is so easy. And sometimes the reason we don't feel like celebrating is because we're in comparison. It is so easy to get to say a hundred episodes of the podcast and go, oh, well, it should really be this many episodes. I haven't even worked it out if I'd stuck to the weekly schedule. So it should really be this many. I'm not there at that point. So I don't know if this is worth celebrating or it could be the story of, well, hundred episodes. Sure. But what else have I done? What else have I missed out on? Or how many people are listening, right? And these are all valid reflections and invalid to whether or not you should be celebrating it. So I use that example because you're listening to episode 100, right? So hopefully that gives you a little bit of context of it was so easy to compare, but it's also a milestone enough to go But also, fuck yes, I reached 100 episodes. I dedicated 100 episodes in what is a relatively short amount of time. Not not abnormally short by any means, but, you know, in what is less than three years, there are 100 episodes that are out there as free content, valuable content for people to listen to, regardless of what comes of it, regardless of how many people listen to it regardless of how quickly I did that or not. What an achievement. Wow, a hundred episodes. At least 50, there's definitely more, but at least 50 of them are with people in conversation, in connection with 50 plus different people many of whom I didn't know before I approached them about joining the podcast for an episode. So if you can consider it from that perspective, because you're look, it's not yours, right? So you're seeing the forest outside of the trees. If you consider it from that perspective, what's your forest for the trees that you're staying hidden in, that you're not letting yourself acknowledge? Sometimes the acknowledgement doesn't have to start with feeling like acknowledging it or feeling like it's worthy of acknowledgement. Sometimes the acknowledgement starts with, you know what? I'm sure this is something and I don't really feel like it, but I'm just going to have a bit of a wiggle anyway. Or wave my arms in the air for a moment. Or spirit fingers at the very least, (laughs) right? Effortless. So consider these things when it comes to celebrating. Celebrations don't need to be the big things. But the more, and I can tell you this for sure, even now, even recently, the more that I practice the celebration wiggle, for example, and I find little ways to do it. Maybe I've made my coffee for the morning. What a moment. Little wiggle for it. Maybe there's a beautiful meal that I get to sit down and eat. Little moment, wiggle for it. Maybe I have food in the fridge 
which is actually a big moment, wiggle for it, right? It doesn't have to be all the big things. But the more that even I'm learning or or relearning in real time, the more that I practice the celebration wiggles, the more natural they become, of course, but also the more tapped into that celebration that I am. I had a moment at the end of last year because it's 2020. Oh, it's 2023 now, by the way, this first episode back. 2023, welcome. But I had a moment towards the end of the very end of 2022. And I've been practicing celebration wiggles for years. Like literally for minimum two years, I, th- I believe more, but consciously for at least two years or more. And I had a moment where I got a notification of something and it was something that I knew was coming, but it was also very exciting. And I was sitting on the couch watching a TV show and I got the notification come through and my whole body just wanted to celebrate it. Just wanted to stand up and wiggle. And it was such a feeling of joy. And I have had moments where that celebration wiggle has not felt like I've wanted to. I've had to lead myself. And this is part of leading yourself. I had to lead myself into it. Not because the motivation was there, but because motivation only comes from doing. Not from waiting around for it. But the joy I felt that wasn't forced that wasn't even really conditional, just joy and appreciation for myself and all of the steps along the way that I have taken, all of the hard work that I have taken to get to each step along the way was so genuine. And I really felt like what that feels like, what that means to feel like, and it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't allowed myself the honor of celebrating the little moments along the way. Even when my brain is all braining and tells myself that there's not a lot to celebrate. So this is not saying dismiss how you're feeling or ignore how you're feeling or tell yourself how you're feeling is unimportant. Do this anyway. It's saying honor that and do this. Because you're leading yourself even when you don't feel like it. And then when you do feel like it, it gets to be simple. And you know that you're serving yourself. You're allowing that longer term vision for you by sustaining your energy on a neurochemical, neurotransmitter level. And sometimes that's the missing piece. We don't understand why we're feeling burnt out or unenthused. Sometimes it's about how are we tending to these important neurochemicals that keep us feeling energized and excited and, and happy or not even happy, but enthused about what we're doing or motivated and driven for what we're doing, even when it's hard. So let this be a reminder for you to celebrate, celebrate, celebrate in the little ways and celebrate the little things. Even if it feels silly, even if it feels like it's not worth celebrating, and even if you roll your eyes at it, if you don't know where to start or if you feel like nothing is going well for you, celebrate that 
you get to make your morning cup of coffee or tea or whatever your choice is. Celebrate that you get to have a big stretch when you first wake up. Celebrate the little things you get to do that might not have anything to do with your business or your career or your goals. But a really a good place to start if you feel like you don't have anywhere else to start. So leave you with that. As always, let me know how this goes for you. Share with me how this goes for you. And it's a brand new year. If you are looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching to get clarity on your goals so that you can get unstuck and start living more of a life that you love in a more natural way, reach out. I have 90-day one-on-one Clarity to Impact programs open and running and they're really potent and they include daily accountability or check-ins and lots of support and guidance along the way so that where you're at now versus where you're at in the 90 days is way closer and way clearer for you. So reach out. I'll put all the information in the show notes, but you can reach out by emailing info at jlee, so j-l-e-i-g-h.com.au. Definitely reach out. Otherwise, stay safe. And I have a brand new episode next week with a very special guest and a really, really important topic. So until then. Thanks for listening to Get Chashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j-leigh and Instagram at j underscore dot leigh to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence, and well-being.